Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, breaking news, further developments. Yeah. Uh, this was actually sent in as a thing, but I think we need to, to just get it done now. Uh, Connor Ryan at Connor Ryan underscore on Twitter tells us, according to Bristol Live, another seagull has been stuck in Bedminster Asda for three oh, days. Oh, and it could be the same one. <laughs> <laughs> the subheading says, no one is absolutely certain whether this is a new bird or the one who spent 16 days inside the store last month. Oh, man. Just coming home. Just going home. Yeah, I'll send you the picture of what looks like it could very easily be a fake seagull, to be honest, if we didn't know any better. But uh, there it is, just hanging out in the rafters. Um, that looks like a toy. Yeah, it does. Oh, there uh, he is, little dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, apparently it's just, it's back. And this the article is obviously, you know, it's like 300 words long, but it, it basically just says... The seagull is back, and uh, we don't know if it's the same one, and that's it. And then it just re- rehashes the old story. But uh, there we go. Are you going to try and visit it, Michael? Oh, I was going to. Then I just read the last line of the article there. An oh, Asda yeah. spokesperson confirmed on Sunday, July 30th, 2023, that the second bird has been safely removed. Oh, oh so wow. I missed They're it. experts at it now. Oh, oh man. man. Okay. Yeah, they've, I mean, it didn't, it didn't, sat, didn't sadly get the 16-day holiday the other one got. No. But by no. the sounds of it, we won't have to wait too long for another one to enter the premises. Is yeah. Fast becoming the most recurring character on Podiots now. It's <laughs> a decent turnaround. That bird declared fit and health again was released in Victoria Park, it says. Fit so. and health. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good stuff. All the Doritos going on he's in... been snacking on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what's going on in uh, as the Bedminster. What's going on in in your lives? You you well, boys? You happy? Doing all right. Doing all right. Um, Nothing to complain about. Yeah. Well, well, Ben Potter. Um, right there. Yeah, there was a bit of a mishap today, and uh, I'm I'm coping. I'm coping with it. Oh, okay. No. Um, as you both know, and some listeners will know, I'm a bicycle man now. I ride bicycles <laughs> and I have recently moved house and if you're watching the video version you'll see that I've moved into Dick and Dom's bungalow which is very <laughs> exciting uh, and as such I need a new way to get to work because previously I would walk when I moved here I had every intention of cycling and I did for three days yeah today was the third time I cycled in and I locked up the bicycle and then I said goodbye to Peter after a busy day of making content. And we sort of said, huh, 
see you in a bit for more content. Yeah. And then I walked outside. The bicycle was not there. Oh. Someone has stolen my bicycle. And the worst part is, it's not even my bicycle. Oh, it's no. It's my partner's sister's bicycle that oh. I was borrowing. And um, so I've had their bike stolen and I've had to <laughs> apologise to them and reported to the police and then I had to Uber home and now I don't know what I'm going to do because the fucking metro is shut this week at, at, at the place where I currently reside. Is it? Because of course it is, yeah, because <laughs> they're doing essential maintenance Ugh. or some shit. And so I will have to walk an hour and a half to work oh, tomorrow. Morning. No. You're walk to work? Yeah. No. Yeah, Can't I you just am. walk to a different metro station? <laughs> I could, but like walking would be more direct. And uh, yeah. so that's that's what I'm going to do. Oh, Wow. Like that whole walk, you're just going to be festering in anger. Like, I wish I had my bike. I wish I had my bike. What if the weather Probably. is like it's been for the past three weeks? You're just going to be mm. sad and angry. <laughs> I wet. mean, I've I already got rained on this well, morning yeah, and I guess the other the day bike. as well. <laughs> yeah. I, in fact, I was getting rained on faster because I was <laughs> cycling into the rain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I would, I will. Well, it'll be fine. I've looked it up, and apparently, it's not going to rain tomorrow morning, which of course means that it will. Mm-hmm. But I have had a bicycle stolen today, and um, I yeah, I will now take any questions that you might have. Do you well, have CCTV there? Because yeah. like this is like let's put out an appeal, let's get these bastards, and let's get your bike back. Hashtag get I, Ben's bike back. Yeah, I believe I believe there should be CCTV around there. At the very least, you will probably see someone wheeling it away. Yes, because <laughs> it was locked up. So someone I think must have just gone up and clipped it off and then walked off with it. There were three so other bikes be footage there of that when I left. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so yours yeah. was picked out of the lineup. Like, I want yeah, that one. The other ones were a bit dusty and sh- yeah, I want that one. The <laughs> other ones were a bit dusty and shit. Um, uh, uh, so maybe they weren't interested, but th- maybe someone had just been scouting out my bike for the past few days and was like, yeah, I'll have that. Yeah. If it comes back again, I'll take that because I know it's going to be here all day. Uh, and uh, yeah, what what's the fucking point in having a bike rack? If it if people are just going to nick bikes from it, just an ad- no one's <laughs> an advert. This is where the bikes will be. Come yeah. back tomorrow. It might as well be a be a fucking I don't know what. Just help yourself. It's just a buffet, a mm. bicycle buffet. Delicious. Like, like an Animal Crossing. Every day you go to uh, Tom Nook's shop to see what new goodies are there. The the, the thief rocks up like, Ooh, what new bikes are in today? Yeah, I'll have a bit Ooh, of that one. This one, one very nice. Mm, a this women's bike. I think borrowed. I will. Mm. <laughs> So I, I just I walked back in and I just sat down at my desk for 20 minutes, not really knowing what to do. <laughs> oh, no. uh, so I couldn't I just didn't after the day that we have had, yeah. which has been so busy, I did not have it in me to call the police. And also, it's technically not my bike. So I, I wouldn't have even been able to describe it because I don't know what brand it is. Uh. I've never paid close enough attention to it in the short time I've been riding it to sort of get to know it visually. Uh, I have now been sent photos of it, but I report. Thankfully, I was able to report it online. I have zero faith that p- the police will do fucking anything yeah. to help. Nope, that thing's but gone. <laughs> I'm gonna see. Maybe I can report it on the home insurance. Maybe I can do that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, give it a go. Fuck them. Let's try, see if I can get a bike out of it. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, that's how I'm doing. 
If you give it a couple of months, do the cultaholic guys still do the magnet fishing streams? Maybe they can like bring <laughs> that back. Fish out of the tide. Yeah. 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 Oh God. <laughs> oh man. Even if it's not your bike, I'm sure there's a bike down there that you could claim as your own. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be a free one. bike in there. Yeah. <laughs> a rusty bike's better than no bike. So. <laughs> well. <sighs> I would like to. What would be really good segue now is. Hey, well, if you want to support Ben buying a new bike, you can do so <laughs> by going yeah. to Podius, uh, you know, Streamlabs. But uh, we've got to do the intro first, so that, that's not going to happen. We do. Hold yeah. that thought. Yeah. Hold that. I'll throw it to you, Peter, for an amazing segue All in right. like five minutes. Thanks. Nice. Please do. Should we run the music? Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official Vidiots podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some, where we, oh, hang on, I've got it written down. Where yeah. we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a, a thing, thing a lot to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. Hello. I was so close. I was yeah, so I close. Really did it. Uh, I, I just, I was, I was on the right track as well. I thought I was, I thought I'd. Fucked it up, but uh, I was actually doing it correctly. Again, if you're not aware, we have a video version of this podcast now on YouTube where you can see our faces as we do it. And as such, I'm having to make eye contact with the camera while introducing it for the first time ever. Uh, and usually I read from notes on my phone. So I am I, I have a crisis of confidence every time we do an episode now that I'm going to fuck it up. Oh, but man. it's okay. We're all right. All right. We're all you nailed right. it. Pretty you're much. Doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. Uh, Michael, you've been, like, to another country or something. Absolutely bonkers. Did you know there's places outside of England and they're actually quite nice? Like, whoa, it's nuts. Mm, I'm not sure about that, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I went to uh, visit the the noble land of uh, San Diego, California the other week uh, to Mm. to attend Comic-Con, which was quite fun. Um, Out there with work, shooting some interviews for the new um, Spider-Man and... Uh, a Star Wars game. I'm sorry, I really should know more about the games than that. But <laughs> there's so many sp- uh, Star Wars games in development. Yeah, there are. Awesome. One of the yeah. Star Wars. Um, but yeah, it was nice. But um, on that trip, I realised I am not a convention man in any way. Even even being in like I guess what is the Holy Grail, like the the mecca of 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 stinky nerds converging in a big hall yeah um, <laughs> it's actually happy to report the smell wasn't bad um i did not okay. i did not notice any whiffs at any point so well done uh, 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 uh deodorants made its way over and they are using it and boy are they using it well interesting I, 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 <laughs> they're using it so well <laughs> oh my god they're doing great i uh while i was there uh one of my all-time favorite internet gangs uh, mega 64 were there uh, so I made the effort of going to see them at the booth, got a picture with them, chatted, them, chatted to them for a bit. And they were like, oh, we're doing a panel tomorrow night. Come along to it. You know, make the most of your time here. So I was like, yeah, why not? Uh, I went to the panel and 20 minutes in, uh, a fire alarm was pulled and the entire convention was evacuated. Oh, oh no. Like, that was like Fucking a proper hell. once in a lifetime thing. Like it's their 20th anniversary. And oh, just oh, just, be- just before the fire alarm went off, they were like, oh, every time we do a panel, we like to show off, you know, a little something, like something that's never be- uh, been made public before, like little stuff that's just never seen the light of day. And like just as they were getting ready to play that video, just rip, rip, please evacuate oh, the building. Fuck. So I'll, I'll, never know, I'll never know what that secret clip was. 
Mega sixty four are the best. I'm I'm a big fan of their of their stuff. Admittedly, I don't watch like week to week, but I'm I watched a lot of their videos a while ago. Yeah, um, their game parody ones are excellent. Yes, very good boys. Yeah, and foundational to me as an internet man. So very nice to meet them. But anyway, how are you both doing? Uh, All right, I guess. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've been away for a few days just with the family. And that was mm-hmm. nice and not too wet. We're in the south of the country where it seemingly was not as moist as it is in the north northeast mm. um, mind you bristol i remember mm. bristol being pretty wet but we were further over sort of around essex so yeah, yeah. bristol's still a rainy boy so don't yeah <laughs> Ugh. No, had a good yeah. time um how are you ben apart from your uh your the events of today and this evening um yeah otherwise otherwise all right i'm trying to remember what happened the weekend just gone uh went to uh our colleague Ashton Matthews house to celebrate her birthday that was exciting Cute. um and that was good fun and this weekend i am going to wales which Ooh. i'm really looking forward to very because, nice um i fucking need it now <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be lovely i'm going to drink too much and um and maybe um like one of those uh, lanterns that starts forest fires yeah. in memory of the bicycle that's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's what the bicycle sort of push would have it, wanted. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> push it directly towards maybe a neighbouring property yeah. uh, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of barns around, a lot of hay. Let's see yeah. if I can... I'm sure I can do some damage that way. So. Someone will run out to the hay going, it's not even my barn, it's my sister's. Oh, God. <laughs> my partner's sister's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? That'll make me feel a little bit better. Yeah. So uh, they deserve it. If only there was an amazing segue right now, Peter. Mm. Yeah, well, if you want to support that person getting their barn rebuilt when they sue us because Ben burnt it down, you can do so by going to streamlabs.com. Podiots.com. Well, you can do that too. You can go to streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations. But yeah, podiots.com is the better way to do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. efficient. You can you like go on that website three times more more than you could before just the amount of time you're saving not typing in all the so much time you're right think how much more time you'll have to type in the huge number that you're going to donate to (laughs) that's true yeah podius.com will send will take you there slightly quicker and therefore leave you more time to donate more money um and uh for as little as three dollars i don't have the notes in front of me but is it dollars Pounds. pounds three pounds or more three pounds or more uh you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show just and for more you get um, a personal message read as well yes you um, do just like get your hands off my johnson get your hands off my potter and antita bath <laughs> antita bath yes i'm yeah, saying that right say antita yeah <laughs> antita bath <laughs> I don't know if that's intentional, is it? <laughs> I like it more. <laughs> Antita Bath, Donak 07, Ziggy Stardust and the Knob Spiders from Mars, Brilliant. Stephen Scordes, Sco- Lord Brotovich, Freddy Webber, and the generous Otto Carno who says, Got husband to listen to your shout out. Jesus, I was having kittens when you forgot to do Pod Squad. 
couple of days. Yeah, sorry, we tried our best. (laughs) (laughs) Couple of days early, as he was having a rough time, it made him smile, beams, and even a little teary. Thank you for making his day, Keys Keys. Oh, glad it went down a treat. We've never forgotten Pod Squad for that day. It just just (laughs) changed slightly on that occasion. Uh, Again, I blame it on the video component. It everything's up in the air. You don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're dealing in pounds or dollars. I don't know what our URL is. Who who knows? It's it's definitely pounds. If you do dollars, make sure you do the pound equivalent. That's how it works. Uh, The list continues with Hap Ben Housewarming. George Bab Clooney. Okay, yeah. Body It's FM coming in your ear. Mm. Brian Brian Blobbyfield. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Kababalooney. Mrs. Gibbon, who says, who was very generous and says, we do not want your comments, Peter Austin. Um, that was actually the name of that teacher. And I guess I said that at the time. Either that or someone has massively doxed me. Uh, Mike the <laughs> G- Geode Johnson. Uh, lukewarm Pete Austin, Ben. There's no one named Potter, and Shieldfield Liberation Army. And finally, we have on a takeaway mission, Bobby Kababalooney. That's another one there. Nice. TP's delight at Mikey puking, Donak07, Mister Macca, Bobby underscore Blobby. Press any keys to continue. The art, the arts, formerly known as. Brince Peef Cakes, uh, Hetty Bo Betty, That's Bartex Fave Pokemon, Ride on D's Nuts. Uh, <laughs> well, it was, it was a good finish, even though it was in reverse. Yeah, I like it. Hetty Bo Betty's a Pokemon, right? That's like Gen 10 or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you so much to the Pod Squad for this week. Remember, three pounds or more. Uh, gets you a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast and allows you to join Pod Squad. Do you guys have a favourite? Ride on these nuts. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to be that. And hey, all those <laughs> clever people bias be damned. Uh, doing Bobby Kababalooney, that was literally the name of the episode. So the fact that two or three people did it, sorry, I'm not that impressed. That's, that's <laughs> what it was called. You don't impress me much. No, I you don't. I up in here. Yeah, we didn't say it, though, at the time. I don't know why none of us came up with Bobby Kababalooney. It's, I was disappointed, to be honest. We've let ourselves down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spe- well. <laughs> Speaking of letting people down. <laughs> yeah, let's get on with the content. Um, so, who would like to go first? Uh, ben Potter. I don't think you went first last time, so you can go first this time. Okay, am I going first with my listener-submitted thing? I think that's what we've been doing, isn't it? It's been three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Since, yeah. yeah. feels right. Yeah. feels right. You do okay. that. Okay, I've got a listener-submitted thing here, and the way this works is that we will put out a request on Twitter. We're not going to stop calling it Twitter. Oh. Uh, for you to submit something that's happened in your local area and made a local news site in the past couple of weeks. You know, the weird, the wonderful, the strange. That's what we want. That's what we want you to send us. And this one was sent in by fucking lords of you. It was. And it was by Fast Touch at Bjorn Q, Adam Salter at Leather underscore Duck, and what's that? Cat kissing emoji, llama emoji at X Pink Glasses, and Thomas Bundgaard at Turtle with Ties. So thank you to all of you for sending this in. This is a new story from ITV.com. 
And the categories are world, China, animals, and bears. Good, good categories. (laughs) Very relevant. A a Chinese zoo denies sun bear is human in a bear suit. It's Coco the gorilla. Oh my god! It's Coco the gorilla. (laughs) He's got a new job. (laughs) He's got a new suit to don. (laughs) (laughs) And this photo is compelling evidence that this is a man in a sun bear costume. Yeah. Well, Uh, I will send you. Do you want me to read it first and then no, send yeah, the photo? No, yeah, you send the photo. Uh, I also found a photo on a different news outlet that is astounding. Um, but yeah, you send okay. that one. I'll, I've put it, I'm ready to send it. I'm going to read a bit more okay, first and then sure. I'll send it to you guys. Videos of a bear standing upright left some people wondering if the bear might actually be an actor in a bear suit. A zoo in China has had to deny suggestions one of its bears might actually be a person in a bear suit after photos of the animal standing like a human circulated online. The sun bears from Malaysia are smaller than other bears and look different, but are the real thing. The Hangzhou Zoo, brilliant, said, or Hangzhou Zoo said on social media on Monday. Some people think I stand like a person, said the post, written from the bear's point of view. Wait, that's not helping or maybe the case, just is it? the man inside the bear costume. <laughs> It seems you don't understand me very well. Internet users questioned whether the zoo's bears were real. The zoo's bears were real after photos circulated showing one standing upright on slender hind legs. Because of the way they stand, some people online question whether they are humans in disguise, the newspaper Hangzhou Daily remarked. In disguise. Sun bears, bears. humans in disguise. (laughs) Sun bears are the size of large dogs standing at... Most 1.3 metres, it says, tall on their hind legs, compared with 2.8 metres for grizzlies and other species, according to the zoo. Other Chinese zoos have been accused of trying to pass off dogs dyed to look like wolves or African cats, and donkeys painted to look like zebras, it says. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to see this bear? Yeah. Please. I mean, I saw it when I sent it to you, but it's excellent. It's obviously a man in a onesie. Mm. Look at look at where it's all rumpling up around his bottom. Yeah, a onesie that doesn't fit. Oh, it's kind of nasty, actually. Yeah. Oh, they look a lot cuter when they're sitting down. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Sun bears are fantastic, but that one in particular is is a person. Oh, I just sent that to Peter. I'm really sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Peter, but Mike I'm, seems I'm, to have found it. Oh, Oh, wow, that's a really good one. Look at that, Michael. What do you think? Right, I'm going to describe it for the people at home. Uh, This Mm. is a man inside of a bear costume. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look at this picture that I found uh, on a different article where it's fucking waving like an actual person. (laughs) (laughs) That's just just Derek. That's just a man called Derek. It is Derek. For He's the been sake told, of the... no, please don't wave like a human being. They'll, they're on to us. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. For the, the sun bears of... keep doing more and more human-like things. Look, this one's gone shopping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the viewers at home, um, it, I mean, like, I God, it just looks but... like a very wrinkly, loose onesie uh, from the back. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, if if you chop off the head, then it just looks like someone in a onesie and like, and then put like I don't know, like a decapitated bear head over it, and started waving at crowds, and started us having a bit of fun with it. It's mm-hmm. at, like the proportions are so human. Yeah, oh, it's like yeah. It's, yeah. the wrinkly skin is what makes it because it does just look like a piece of clothing that's that's rucked up a bit at the yeah, back. Yeah, it doesn't fit at all. Oh yeah. dear, I I I believe it's a man in a suit. Me yeah. too. Yeah, me too. Gotta be. That's the second one now. We know there are two. Oh, well, there were two. Now there's just one. Do we have the name of this bear? 
I don't know if we do actually. That would be good to Why know. Why has the bear not been named? Well, Derek, Apparently it's isn't been... it? <laughs> well, yeah, we could no Derek is the man inside the bear costume. Yeah. The man uh, inside Coco see. the bear. <laughs> when where's this post they say they said that a post they quote from a post, but they don't link to it. Yeah. Which isn't very helpful. Um Zoo Zoo Zoo. What was it called? Hang Zoo Zoo. Hang Hang Zhao Zoo. Right. Uh, I'm looking around and there doesn't seem to be anyone putting a name to the bear. Oh. Yeah. Which I mean again that's I think that's more evidence in in it being a human because usually like when you, zoos are pretty keen to name all their animals but if it's just like a last minute job like ah oh, fuck we said we'd have a bear by now get in the suit and get out there let's not bring any attention to it by naming you. Mm. Again the conspiracy grows. In a statement written from the perspective of a sun bear named Angela Angela? <laughs> Officials what? from Hangzhou Zoo said people didn't understand the species. Going to CNN.com. Yeah. Okay, so the bear's called Angela. Apparently. And that seems very Derek. suspicious. Um, I don't know if I believe that. No. Um, I'm also not sure about the fact that, as you said, that, uh, oh, he fa- he shares an... In- he? Wait. So the the male is it a male bear called Angela? It says in a different article he shares an enclosure with a female sun bear called Babu, who comes from the Czech Republic. Yeah, Angela, Angela is a is a male Babu. bear. Oh, good for them. Okay, okay. I'm I'm they're having a lovely time. Just two humans. That's on me as well for for just having uh, you know preconceptions about the gender and the the name of a bear based on that. A man. A man. Sorry, of a, a, of a man inside, inside a bear suit. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's what it is. Um, well, there we are. That that was my that was my <laughs> listener submitted news. Thanks, uh, listeners. Absolutely horrifying. Eddie, I recommend googling this if you're at home. It's um, yeah, it's just a bit uncanny. Very good. <laughs> a lot of um, animal related news submitted by the listeners. Uh, there was another story that I didn't bring along in the end because I don't know how comical it really is, but uh, that two male brother manatees uh one of them has just died because they've been buggering <laughs> buggering each other to death um, oh my god it oh, had like god. a 14 inch anal injury that <laughs> that Jesus. killed it i oh know so, and like four people sent this story they were like hey this will be good for your comedy podcast <laughs> so <laughs> how, how are you meant to react to that i don't know good news no it's not <laughs> so, horrifying the aquarium knew this was going on and they were like look we're going to cause them more stress if we separate them, to be honest. So we're just going to let them carry on. And then uh, it ended <laughs> with my anus is bleeding and uh, that's it. It's dead now. Jesus oh, Christ. I yeah. guess of all the ways to go, that's not one of the worst. What? Uh, I don't know, actually, it does sound pretty bad. <laughs> I guess for a, for, for a creature of that type, it's probably one of the nicer ways to go, at least. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, okay. little buddy. Thanks everyone for all your bear and manatee news. That made yes, about fifty percent of the submissions this week. <laughs> so, Mikey, it's your turn to do your own thing now. Well, I am going to continue on the animal theme, oh, um, cool. um, and I have another nautical nuisance. Uh, I think we've had quite a few now. Actually, is it? Is it always been walruses? I feel like we've done at least two stories of animals being shits in the ocean. Yeah, orcas and walruses. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've done and, orcas. Um, and now we have a third a third critter to enter the realm of, of the nautical knobheads. That's that's the gang name. There we the go. Nautical okay, yeah. knobheads. <laughs> it's the fourth pod squad team. <laughs> 
If you were to take a swim in the clear blue waters surrounding Santa Cruz, California in recent days, you may have encountered an unlikely predator. Small and dark, whiskered and fluffy, she has developed a knack for theft and a taste for surfboards. For bicycles. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to come for you. Uh, So this is, and this is their name, 841... (laughs) And they are sea otter. Oh, little, 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 little Aww. sea otter. Lovely. Very cute. I'll send some pictures in a second once we get more into the nitty gritty of the story. Don't want to, don't want to spoil it for you. It's, it's a sight no, to behold. No. Come on. Uh, this week, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service announced it had launched a multi-agency search for Otter Eight Four One. I like actually. I was I was gonna say I'm unhappy with them. I, I guess it makes sense if you've got a lot of animals to look after. Just name them numbers. It's a lot easier to to kind of keep track than that way. Angela. Angela. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Otter Eight Four One, colloquially known as Angela, but um, I, I I quite like the idea of an like an agency. Like multiple agencies come together in the hunt for Otter Eight Four One makes it sound yeah. like a science experiment gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Da, 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 da. Oh, I've lost my sentence midway through it. No. Da, 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 da. It had launched a multi-agency search for Otter Eight Four One in an attempt to capture and rehome her after observing her concerning and unusual behaviour. It says. Mm. Teams from the U.S. and state wildlife agencies have been sent out to sea armed with a bait surfboard, but so far she has evaded apprehension. A bait surfboard. <laughs> wow. What does that look? Do we have a photo of that? Is it made from surfboard or is it made from food? I think it might be. I'm just going to send a picture. This is sadly not of the bait surfboard, but I think it okay. is maybe just a surfboard like smeared in peanut oh. butter or something. Oh, wow. But look at uh, little guy. Very so, good. at the surfboard. <laughs> oh, bless him. He's trying his best. Uh, she's trying her best. Uh, so yeah, for weeks this summer, Otter 841 has been approaching surfers at sea, stealing and even damaging their equipment, leaving large oh, bike ma- bite marks on brightly painted surfboards. They say large bite marks. I'm, I'm, it's quite yeah. a small animal in comparison to the surfboard. Uh, comparatively large. Uh, local surfers have never seen anything like it. A local photographer told uh, the BBC, who's been following the journey uh, for quite a while now, once saw her, and this is my favourite quote, ride a decent wave on a stolen surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That, we not, need video Not of a that. good wave. Not no, a good it's, wave, it's, but like I a mean, decent one. Yeah, for, you know, an, for an otter. For an otter, yeah, all right. On, on, on a, a stolen Oh my God, is this another human? Could this be another human it inside could be, an otter? Yeah. Are Very... there any animals left, do you think? <laughs> yeah, the humans. They've all been replaced by oh, assorted sizes of men in suits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, I like... Uh, God, I, w- I wish there was photos of it on a board, but instead we just get nib- little nibbles. Uh, it's very strange, he said. Sea otters have never gone near surfers before. The complete tale of this otter begins a little over five years ago with a different otter, Otter 723. Uh, Living in the wild in the central coast of California, 723 was fed by humans and soon became habituated to people and their snacks. And then what? 
Snacks. Snacks. <laughs> 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 Discord was like, what the fuck is that? I'm going to turn that down. That, that sounds noise? like a noise. It sounds like noise. <laughs> uh, after she began approaching kayaks and paddle boards in the search of food, 723 was recaptured and sent to live at the Marine Wildlife Veterinary Care and Research Center nearby. That's a shame. They're, kind of, like, they're getting mm. comfortable. It's like, all right, back in detention for you. Poor thing. Yeah, go on. Oh. Off you fuck. But there, scientists soon realized... She was pregnant with a female pup. That pup was Otter 841. Oh, it runs in the family. Uh, so she was raised at um, the Monterey Bay Aquarium, where researchers took precautions to stop her mother's love of humans from being passed on. <laughs> I'd like to see what that involves. Is it just showing sort pictures of, of humans and like, no, this is no, bad, boo, scary. Sort of slapping it gently, you know, being mild animal abuse. <laughs> oh, just, just a little, giving it a little bit of a scare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Otter 841's caretakers... Oh, wait, no, this is how they do it. Otter 841's caretakers would wear black ponchos and welding masks, nicknamed oh. the Darth Vader outfit whenever they <laughs> oh fed her. Oh, my God. Oh. What the hell is this psychological torture on an otter pup? Oh, <laughs> oh so my this God. otter has a dark past, then. <laughs> like, this is a villain origin story right here. Literally. Yeah, no wonder it's attacking surfboards. <laughs> Come right. like, oh my god it does paint a whole picture like the number names like just imagine like you rock up for work at the at the otter prison all right dave it's your shift in the darth vader outfit it two one needs feeding all right here we go yeah it's like something them. from a dreamworks movie it's like chicken run or something <laughs> Um, so yeah, they they fed this this little baby otter in the most terrifying way, and uh, eventually was released back out to sea. Uh, they swam around for a while, ate, and just floated around California's central coast without incident, alongside a small population of other otters. Um, smart and wily, otters are top predators of invertebrates, foraging and eating a quarter of their own body weight and food every day. Um, so yeah, the, the apps, like oh wait no, I've got this. There's a there is a picture of them on a surfboard here. Sorry, what? I completely lost a trail of my thought. Uh, oh, brilliant, wow. that's it. That's the one. For those at home, uh, it is an otter on a surfboard. It's, it is exactly what, what it sounds <laughs> Hang like. On. Have we got to the part yet where where we work out how they're stealing these surf? Are they like attacking humans and taking it, or are they just? dragging it into the ocean or how is this working i think there's some information later on so i'm not i'm not okay. gonna i'm not gonna divulge if we get to the end right. and we don't let's take an educated guess why not um but um yeah so um the, uh, the photographer who's been keeping an eye on 841 said she's a very healthy girl and she's very big as well <laughs> um yeah. Uh, you recalled one time watching her hang out in the water eating crab after crab after crab <laughs> so everyone's <laughs> eating good but then, reports emerged of her hanging out with surfers, visits that soon escalated. Uh, last week, the photographer captured these photos, um, showing them peacefully bobbing along atop a stolen surfboard. But she had to be cut. <laughs> this is weird, because, like, what what, what, can it, what is the art doing to scare the humans away so much to the point where, like, oh, that's your yeah. board, mate. Don't, don't, please, leave me alone. How's it well, getting the board? I, my saw a, I saw a clip of what I think must have been something to do with this story, like last week or something. I didn't realize there was like some sort of ongoing problem. I thought it was literally just a one-off occasion of an otter on a surfboard or like around a surfboard. And um, the caption on the video said something like, it's illegal to handle otters in any way as a human. Mm. Um, so I think that mm. there's just not a lot they can do. Like if, there's, if the otter gets on, 
and maybe is even I don't know if it's it, story might tell us more, but maybe it's even like attacking the humans, like trying to bite them. I think they have to just do nothing and then abandon oh, their board. <laughs> really what? Watch it slowly get dragged off into the distance yeah. by a very fat otter. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, so yeah, I captured the photo of her on a surfboard. Um, but yeah, she started to become increasingly aggressive with videos showing her accosting swimmers, wrestling surfboards out of their hands and hopping on boards herself before dragging them away. So yes, this is a, a quite a vicious otter. And yeah, I think I, I imagine an otter bite is not a fun one. So keep your hands clear. Um, and the otter developed a particular preference for foam surfboards, frequently oh. used by beginners, and seemingly better for an otter to sink her teeth into. So, I think yeah. this otter used to go to the swimming baths at my uh, in my local town because those <laughs> foam things always had bite marks out of them. Yeah, well, they're kind of they they are irresistible to bite though, aren't they? Mm, Let's yeah, be honest. delicious I mean, yeah. foam. Who who among us can say they have not bitten the foam boards? Everyone's the, bitten the foam. What did you the call foam. them? The floaties, I guess. No. Floaties? No. We called them woggles. Woggles? Are you talking about yeah. like the, the stringy ones? The uh, Yeah, like the long, those long are bit of... pool noodles, I believe. Uh, okay. I don't know if we called them that back then. Maybe woggles, actually. But now, I think they're called... I, I hear them called pool noodles. It's probably an oh. Americanism. Yeah. Mm. But the square uh, ones, we were just called floats, I think. Floaties, little floats. Uh, but no, sadly, this otter. I mean, maybe that's an idea. Put the give, start shipping out little floaties to put in the ocean to distract them and pollute the ocean that way. That'd be nice, yeah. just to keep the keep the surface safe. Um, da, da, da. As soon as she, uh, so yeah, like so, one day he said he watched her like chill in the water, being a normal otter, like feeding, eating normal otter things, not foam surfboards. Um, and then once she finished eating, she just went over to the surfers, bit every single surfboard, Ooh. and then picked the rainbow one and stole it. <laughs> okay, brilliant. So brilliant. like, yeah, it's calculating. Yeah, in design there. Yeah, yeah. So it's calculated, which I don't know if that makes it better or worse that the otter is now choosing a favorite board to then go home with. But <laughs> at least they're putting some thought into it. Yeah. Uh, the, so the aquarium is still unsure why she, like her mother, seems immune to the fear of humans, which plagues many other otters. Uh, she may have had a, an early positive interaction with humans. <laughs> Maybe they've really liked the Darth Vader outfit or getting fed. <laughs> that is a trustworthy person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, at the minute, Otter841 is at large and is out there. Um, I guess the... Once they're out there, it's pretty hard to track them down and get them back in. So if you have any plans to go to Santa Cruz soon, uh, watch out for 841 because they're coming for you, especially if you've got a foamy rainbow board. Oh. My God, they'll have a treat. They'll have a day with you. Just... <laughs> well, that's it. Take you for all your worth. Yeah. <laughs> that's very cute. They're trying... They're, 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 it's a little guy. Just have a little fun in the, on the on it's the ocean. Let, 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 let them have yeah, the surfboards. Look at that. That's not like, fantastic. Oh, look like that. Another picture. I mean, it's, it's not like ot otters can buy surfboards if they want, so they kind of have to resort to stealing them. So I say otter power. Go go for it. Dude. Otter power. Right. So we've got orcas sinking the billionaires. We've got Walruses otters lying on stuff. Yeah, lying on boats and breaking them. Yeah, attacking the millionaires. Yeah. And then otters are going after people who like surfing. Mm. So Soon all then. the bases are covered. Yeah. All the waters, all the water sports. Yeah, Thank they're you. reclaiming oh. the, the oceans, these animals. Stay That's tuned for who's next. Thank you very much, boys. And we've Thank even you, got, it, it's not even just water animals, actually. It's just general coastal animals. Because we've got the seagulls in the supermarkets now. And the <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So that's true. Taking over all of them. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. You're very welcome. Um, so it's now time for me to do my listener submitted thing. This is from Calcifer at Calcifer underscore Dragon. It's according to ladbible.com, written by Jess Battison, who says, uh, Mum discovers biggest Weatherspoon chip so large <laughs> she thought it was fake. Oh, oh my no. God. It's a man in a chip costume. It could be. Give it a rest. <laughs> I'll send you the picture straight away because, you know, you already know everything there is to know pretty much. It is a very silly write-up. <laughs> wow. Okay, That's that huge. is a big chip. It's as big yeah. as a fork. It's massive. Wow. Yeah, it That's is. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Look how, how bad those onion rings look. In fact, the chips <laughs> look pretty bad as well. Um, <laughs> oh, that is a stonker of a chip. Yeah, that's like the size of your forearm. If you've well, got you fork-sized forearms, please well, yeah. do. I want to. I want to know who this person is. I want to know, presumably, just how busy they are day to day. Yeah, and you know they've got a lot going on. Obviously, yeah. mm. and I want to hear all about it. Probably going to do some filler where they describe the history of the chip and the history <laughs> yeah, of the what spoons. is a chip? Humanity. The Big Bang, the universe started with the Big Bang. And, you know, and chips were there. born. Yeah. <laughs> Shortly after, we had chips. Mm. Here we go. One mum couldn't believe her luck when she was served an absolute whopper of a chip in a Weatherspoon pub. Sophie Turnock was actually disappointed when she was served up her meal at a spoons in Stoke-on-Trent. Oh, no outstanding. Historic outstanding. town. Yeah. Um, the twenty-four year the twenty-four year old's cheese and bacon burger meal came with a quote poultry fifteen chips, but one of them she believes is quote the biggest Weatherspoon chip in the world. In the oh my world, God, <laughs> could be. Uh, she claims the monster fry was almost the size of her fork, a mega seven inches in length. I like how it says she claims as though there's not yeah, there's photographic a photo evidence of it. right there. <laughs> The mum of two didn't notice the gargantuan treat hidden under her other food until son, thin, six, pinched a chip from her plate. Sophie even claims it was that big, the family broke it open to see if it was fake. They just it's a finger! They just didn't believe a chip could be so huge. Oh my god. <laughs> what a stupid story, stupid write-up. An exciting day. Yeah. Um, chippery there's then that photo that I already sent you guys uh, and the caption is she didn't think the chip was real it was so big no yeah, it can't be real was no uh, the article continues Finn said- come look at this <laughs> break it open break it open see if it's get the press on the phone <laughs> uh, this, the article continues she says this large piece of potato made up for the low chip count as it was the size of Three chips in one. Whoa. (laughs) Sophie says, we were like, whoa, look at the size of that chip. I was so gobsmacked by it. I was like, what potato has this come from? (laughs) Honestly, the potato has got to have been the size of the chip. So (laughs) how have they got a potato this big? (laughs) It doesn't get any better than this. (laughs) This is... Pete, can we get a Pulitzer Prize for this article, please? This is unbelievable journalism. Right. In a quotable quip, the mum added, I've never seen a potato that big. It's a quotable quip. Yeah. 
She said, I reckon it's an 18 centimetre, that's seven inch, chip. And I'm not exaggerating. You wouldn't believe it if I didn't take a picture of it next to the fork. And another thing that confused Sophie was other people's response, as she admitted to being baffled by the fact that the weather... Hang on. She admitted, indifference. she admitted to being baffled by the fact that the Weatherspoon workers didn't keep the chip to talk about and just put it on a plate. Okay. Proud I'm her. Her. She presumably thought, wow, they, they're going to want to like yes, not serve this to someone. Yeah, someone's put this on my plate and, and just let it go out. Why has someone just done that? Oh my um, god! I'm also picturing her getting up after like acknowledge, like realizing how big the chip is, and going around all the tables around and wagging it. Look, yeah. look how big it is. Um, proud of her find, she said, "I actually think it's the biggest Weatherspoon chip in the world." Uh, <laughs> then a photo of is her it? and her son. Uh, yeah, it could be. Are they posing with the chip? Uh, they're not actually. No, Aww. they look like they might be posing at, at Weatherspoons, but uh, here they are. There, having a good time. That looks like well, a I don't see any spoons. chips in there. No, it's just. Oh, boo. I don't know, it might be their house chips. actually. Um, the mum gave Finn the honour of eating up the fork-sized surprise once she'd snapped a few pics to share on social media. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. He enjoyed it. He said it tasted like a normal chip, just massive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if it was a chip, it will taste like. Yeah. It. Mm, because it, it was. like a chip, but massive. It tastes Whoa. massive. Um, it tastes like more chip. Play. How did you bring out the flavour of massive in this chip? Chip is massive. Although it was well enjoyed and made her day, that's also a quote, the diner claims she probably should have contacted someone about the chip because it could have set records. <laughs> a regular Weatherspoon diner, the family are now on the lookout for more mega chips in future oh meals. My God. <laughs> Another quote. It was just the most random thing to happen. It made our day. We didn't stop talking about it. Sophie shared a photo of the large fry on Facebook on the 16th of June, racking up more than 200 likes, comments and shares. So Sophie's post reads, 15 chip count here, but definitely made up for it with this massive chip. Viewers were equally amazed by the size, saying, would love to see the spud that came from. A second said, Crikey, that's a big one. A third commented, Whopperoonie. Whopperoonie? Whopperoonie? <laughs> These people aren't real. They're men in suits. <laughs> Hi, Evelyn. It's Wobby Whopperoonie. <laughs> uh, Webby Whopperoonie. And that's that's where the article ends. Just Brilliant. A, a third commented, Whopperoonie. I would. Um, I think we need a follow-up article. This we need to turn this into a drama. Really, is yeah. David Tennant free? Could could be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who do who do you want to cast as the chip? Oh, um, a huge person, maybe uh, Richard Osmond or someone. Oh, Richard yeah. Osmond would be a good yeah. chip. He yeah. would be a good chip. Very mm. good. Um, maybe Shaq. Do you reckon Shaq would be interested <laughs> in playing Weatherspoon's chip? Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Shaq as Whopperoonie. <laughs> I I improved the chip in using oh my God, that's so digital good. imagery. <laughs> it expands beyond the bounds of the image. This chip cannot be tamed. That's, that's very good. The transparency, I'm a big fan of that. I've made it a lot bigger than it was. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, it appears that chips can be bigger. 
<laughs> because I've got a photo that proves it. <laughs> it's, it's the size of at least two forks, I yeah. think, anyway. It's so. a fantastic image. Um, In, while you were talking through that, I did start Googling biggest weather spoon ship to see if there's any other contenders and i do yeah. i do think it is like it's definitely in the running by the looks of things the other mm-hmm. big chips are frankenstein chips that have been cobbled together from multiple chips which is cheating uh, that's not there's no joy in that no. but no um joy. this isn't the weirdest weather spoon chip enjoyer it seems because there's apparently one man who is trying to collect a chip from every Weatherspoons in the UK. Oh my god, god, he's keeping them in a little card binder like Pokemon. It's like a Pokemon folder. <laughs> so, um, for the viewers at home, uh, this is, it is, it's like a trading card binder with a chip in each pouch and with a lovely little handwritten label with the name of the Weatherspoons and where it is. Um, that is ridiculous. So, if the, if the apart from just trying to get the visual out of my head of this man sitting down being served his food and then plonking his chip binder onto the table, <laughs> yeah, he's the spoons, didn't exist. There's the plate in the background. I yeah, assume that was there. at home, but oh, no, he's in public. He's in public. If if the internet didn't exist, this man would be hauled off to some sort of hospital. <laughs> yeah, because that is so not normal behaviour. And also those. Those binders, I have one for my Pokemon cards, and I know that you're meant to fit little bits of cardboard in there, not chips. He gets two or three pages into that bad boy, there's not going to be enough room. It's not going to close. He'll have collected Weatherspoon's mash at that point. He will. (laughs) That's no fun. That's not what you started out doing, was it? What a find, Michael. That's incredible. That's brilliant. That could have been a story all in and of itself. I do highly recommend Googling just Weatherspoon's chips at some point. There's um, someone who brought like a little scale to Weatherspoon's with them (laughs) to to measure the weight of the chip. Um, Someone made a little Stonehenge out of chips. Oops, that's autofilled to Weatherspoon's chip in them, which is (laughs) a Stonehenge out of chips. Oh, yeah, measuring tape. Oh, it's, yeah. it's bonkers. There seems to be a whole culture around Weatherspoon's chips. And I mean, I'm here for it. I respect it. They are good well, chips. <laughs> in that article where she posted it on Facebook and said, chip count 15, that is apparently a thing that a lot of people, well, there's a there's a little community of people who post their Weatherspoon's play on social media and then they put a chip count and it's like a thing that you do. Um, so, yeah. You oh, count my chips. God. You s- yeah. wait, Did you say it's like a sm- this is a small sect of people who do this? I think so, uh, yeah. I'm looking at a Facebook group called Weatherspoon's Poultry Chip Count, and it has a quarter of a million members. Ooh, wow. Okay. wow. That's some serious Goodness counting. Gracious. Oh, oh, yeah. I feel like Weatherspoon <sighs> chips are the next cultural phenomenon by the looks of things. They've got a lot Kids going for them. them. Yeah. Kids love them. Kids love them. We'll take a pack of Weatherspoon's chips, please. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, is it time for my thing? It is. Yes, please give us your thing. I will. Here comes my thing. Uh, today, oh, I've just opened the window. It's very bright, and oh. now my face is, it looks like a ghost. Uh, I would like to tell you all about the very first convention for nerds and weirdos. Oh, okay. okay. So it's sort of apropos that we were talking about Comic-Con at the start of the podcast, because we're going to talk about this now. First... I saw a little post about the first world science fiction convention, which was held in 1939 in New York. And that was really interesting because there was a it was called Worldcon. There was a guest of honor there. And there was there's a section titled Controversy. 
um, where it turns out that a number of politicized uh, Futurians, as they were called, were not invited. And this is, and I'll, I'm saying this verbatim now, uh, this was no, this is an event known to Fanish historians, that's historians about fan conventions, right. as the Great Exclusion Act, wow. which is obviously extremely serious. But there is this fantastic photo of uh, Ackerman, not Nathan Ackerman, Fine Art oh, Studio. Fine Art Studio. Um, and uh, Myrtle R. Douglas, who went by a pseudonym, Morojo, which is sort of like a Discord username of the time, <laughs> uh, in uh, wearing their futurist... Hang on. It's futurist costumes, all one word. So here he you have potentially an example of some of the first cosplay or dress up for a nerd convention wow this was in 1939 those two are wearing homemade future costumes which is quite exciting the height difference but, is astonishing yes it is. she is tiny or he's yeah. massive It'd be a good chip i think potentially yeah. <laughs> uh but in trying to find sort of a more interesting write-up that wasn't so dry and so spotty as is the nature of wikipedia articles i found perhaps an example of an even earlier convention, but it's a bit dubious. So we're going to talk about that today. This is from Mental Floss. This is an article from 2021 by Alex Palmer. The strange story of the Vril-Yar Bazaar and Fate, the world's first sci-fi convention. Wow. It started with a strong go. name. So yeah, good, good, good going. The Vril-Yar Bazaar and Fate. The interior of London's famed Royal Albert Hall had been transformed into another world. Exotic imagery adorned the walls and winged creatures hung from the ceiling. Even the attendees themselves got in on the fun, ditching their regular clothes for peculiar costumes. In addition to the elaborate displays, there was much for them to do and admire. There were booths laden with merchandise sold by women in colourful gowns and eccentric women. ensembles. Women! women. <laughs> as well as quirky activities inspired by one of the era's most popular science fiction tales. It might sound like a modern sci-fi convention, but this curious gathering actually took place more than 130 years ago. Ooh. Damn. The Vrilyar Bazaar and Fate, a charity fundraiser and fair, was a precursor to elaborate fan events like Comic-Con and WonderCon. It has been dubbed by the BBC and others as the world's first sci-fi convention, but unlike those contemporary cons which can provide great ideas for sci-fi gifts for friends, it links to an article, uh, this event was dedicated to one eccentric work of imagination, Edward Bul Bulwer-Lytton's, perhaps, hit novel Vril, colon, The Power of the Coming Race. Published in 1971. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let's ca everybody calm down. Uh, it, it probably wasn't sexy. It might have been a bit sexy. The Power of Soggy Biscuit. Mm. <laughs> Published in 1871, Vril told the story of the discovery of a superhuman race with advanced powers of healing, intellect, telepathy, and even flight that lived below the Earth's surface. The book quickly became part of the cultural lexicon in Victorian England. In fact, the word Vril, coined in the novel, for a special fluid that enhances the powers of the superhuman Vrilyar people became synonymous with energy-boosting elixirs of all variety. Now, off the top of your head, can you think of anything that has Vril as a suffix? I don't think so. Oh, it's consumable. Bovril? <laughs> you are 100% correct. We will Wait. come back to Bovril later in this. No. That's the yeah. only example I can think yeah. of. Well done. Bovril was affected by this sci-fi novel from 1871. Wow. Uh, but yeah, we'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> 
The book struck Dr. Herbert Tibbetts, founder of London's West End Hospital and School of Massage and Electricity. <laughs> does, does everything. Say that again. <laughs> London's West End Hospital and School of Massage and Electricity. Wow. <laughs> it's musical theatre as well. It's on the West End. It's a hospital. It's very, it's very Victorian science, which yeah. offered experimental treatments for paralysis, epilepsy and other nervous diseases. No. Uh, no. As a fitting theme for a fundraising fate, it wasn't Tibbet's first foray into fundraising. He had organised several successful bazaars throughout the 1880s, and people were eager to see what elaborate theme he'd conjure up, he'd conjure up next. Newspapers announced the bazaar in February in a ceremony on March. The, oh, and then there's a, a semicolon. In a ceremony, a ceremony on March the 5th, 1891, Princess Henry and Princess Beatrice of Battenberg officially opened the bazaar, accepting donations on behalf of the West End Hospital. Representatives of various organisations approached the royal couple one at a time, dropping purses filled with donations before them. Members of the public paid between five shillings and a pound and a shill. Hang on. Five shillings and a pound and a shilling for entrance to the bazaar, where in the main hall they were greeted by a dazzling display. The architecture of the underground world in the novel was evocative of ancient Egypt, so a large canvas displaying ancient Egyptian imagery covered a wall. An aerial display of mannequins meant to evoke the Vrilyar people swung above attendees' heads, and a giant column of the Vrilyar commanded the centre of the arena. People dressed up to get in the Vril spirit. Some wore wings, others chose ancient Greek or Egyptian garb, and a packed programme of performers kept audiences entertained. There were magic shows, dramatic readings, a concert by the Ladies Guitar Ladies, ladies. Guitar Band, organ organ recitals, and more. Stools around the hall's perimeter offered activities like indoor fishing, palmistry, a demon dog said to read minds, which it doesn't give any more context about, (laughs) and plenty of peculiar shopping options. Mm. And here we go, everyone. Attendees were encouraged to sip small glass bottles of Bovril, a savoury drink made from beef extract that had been rebranded following the success of Bulwer-Lytton's book, named as a portmanteau of bovine and vril. The back of the event programme claimed that, unlike the elixir mentioned in the book, Bovril will not achieve impossibilities, but it will exert a marvellous influence on the system. So so Bovril just means cow elixir. That's yes, basically. basically oh, and it okay. was named after the sort of cultural excitement around this book in which Vril meant some sort of superhuman serum that people took. That wow. is a really good piece of party trivia if you're with Isn't the right it? audience. Yeah. My dad will love that. Really? I'll I'm send you a link yeah. to the article, Peter. <laughs> no, no, I don't can... want to show him the article. I'm just going to drop it, you know, the next time we're sitting down, not enjoying Bovril because we don't Oh, did you know it, that, but... uh, well, did just you know in case dad? you want backstory on what the book is, you've got yeah, the article okay, link. great, thank yeah. you. Uh, then there's this section's called a fantastical flop. I can only assume they're not talking about Bovril, of course. Oh, the coming race. <laughs> Bovril may have been a hit, but the bazaar itself was not. While the peculiar offer- offerings received heavy press coverage and public interest, word of mouth was not great. I saw nothing very attractive or remarkable, wrote a correspondent for the Preston Herald after the event's first day. The writer, expecting an elegant fate, found the decor and costumes off-putting. Another critic went further, writing writing in in Truth, which I think Truth is a magazine or something, a more humiliating display of witless and puerile fan- fantasticalities oh. was never designed. Oh. Scathing. 
That's a review that could still stand for modern conventions. Um. Yeah, fantasticalities <laughs> is a brilliant word. I bet there was uh, no though, demon dog re- giving fortunes at Comic-Con, was there? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rubbish. It's gone downhill. since. No, not even any Bovril. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Bovril at Comic-Con, <laughs> one out of ten. Uh, though scheduled for three days, the event was extended by two days, but not due to overwhelming demand. The bonus days were an attempt to recoup some of the losses suffered due to such an over-the-top production. Just Aww. three months after the show wrapped, Tibbetts declared bankruptcy, tracing his misfortunes to the bazaar, which resulted not in a flood of fuds for Tibbetts Hospital, but a loss of £1,600. The bankruptcy proceedings Sorry, revealed that... you just said a flood of fuds there. Did I? You may have done, yeah. Yes, a, flood a flood of funds. A flood of funds. The bankruptcy proceedings revealed that the purses deposited before Prince Henry and Princess Beatrice at the beginning of the event were merely props, with few actually containing money. Oh, so wow. it goes on then to to say how some uh, current day journalists and uh, journalists and historians have looked back and traced it to current day fan conventions, and some say it is, and some say, well, it was more of a fate and sort of something that the first events that we would consider sci-fi conventions like that one in 1939 would look at and say, well, let's not do that. For example, putting on such a an elaborate display that they ended up bankrupting themselves. Yeah. Um, E3. So, <laughs> so there was there was a lot learned potentially, but there we are. The most interesting thing out of that is that Bovril's named after a superhero elixir. Yeah. Uh, and and long may that continue. Yes. Mm. yes yeah. Wow. Amazing. That was fantastic. Uh, thank you, Ben. You're very welcome. Uh, Mikey, it's your turn now. I would love to present my viewer-submitted thing. Uh, This one comes at you from Michael Kingston at Tired Welsh Gamer on Twitter. And the headline reads, Woman who married a ghost... Woman? (laughs) Woman? (laughs) Woman who married a ghost ditches husband after less than a year. Um, So, yes, this is a woman who entered holy matrimony with a ghost and then just dumped him which is i don't I, how dare you how dare you uh, the story continues a singer who claimed to have married the ghost of a victorian soldier says she's getting divorced uh, brookhard i think uh, 40 of oxfordshire said she met the spirit of eduardo one stormy night in 2021 when he burst into her room and immediately professed his love for her Uh, They supposedly then became inseparable, with the ghost even sending her cryptic messages in the shower. What does that mean? That's a bit forward, coming in saying I love you and then sending messages in the shower. Yeah, that's not nice. A bit fast. Just the squeaking of of the the glass around the shower and a heart emerges out of the steam. (laughs) I love you. Love you too, Eduardo. Uh, but but it didn't take long before cracks began to appear in their otherworldly relationship. Uh, Brocard previously claimed herself and Eduardo had argued over their wedding date. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Just trouble in paradise, guys. She, sa- she said, I want a summer wedding, but he hates the heat, and I'd secretly love to make him melt, but he disappears <laughs> often enough as it is. Sorry, I'm ha- I'm having a quite a hard time grappling with this. Um, <laughs> so, disappear in the 
in that she's saying he's disappearing because he's not real. He's a ghost. He's a ghost. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. And but, she wants him to melt in the heat, but he's a ghost. Would a ghost melt in the heat? I don't know. No. I, I, maybe. Maybe it's like a, a snowman ghost. You never know. I mean, but... this is all definitely just made up. Um, this is just a woman pretending I'm, that she's so, arguing. But Peter, 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 the Metro is a very, very reliable oh, news sorry, source. Oh, the Metro. Oh, yeah. oh it's sorry. from the Metro. Oh, sorry. Forgive me. Continue. <laughs> How could you? Uh... <laughs> She said, I, uh, yeah, she wants him to melt. Uh, for weeks, we, for weeks, for weeks, we got nowhere with it. So I'm going to design a Ouija board of wedding dates to see which we are both drawn to. Wait, how, how was she arguing over wedding dates and then have to use a, use a Ouija board? to? Anyway, sorry, let's not get bogged down in it. No, yeah, real. It's, it's all just ghost stuff. It's okay. It's ghost things stuff. Things like facts and continuity and, you know, mm. logic. Let's not worry about any of that. And then in the middle of the article, it links to uh, an Instagram video, which is her doing her vows with Eduardo. But obviously, okay. she's just talking to herself because there's no one there. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. She she did go all out on it. I apologize for how small this picture is going to be. But um, yeah, your girl, your, your girl did good. Um, she's got a nice little church going, so lots of candles. Um, she's just for the occasion. Me, I just sent that you t- to you, Peter. I'm going to try that again. Not in the official video; it's Discord in our little one. There we yeah. go. Um, yeah. So this is a, this is a woman talking to a ghost. Yeah. Oh wow! And it's she paid right someone ahead. to officiate, and they yeah. said yes. Yeah. A charlatan. Yeah. I'm just looking at Instagram. She has two hundred thousand followers. So. Uh, right, um, okay. Oh, so she's a scam artist. I see. Yeah. No, is she she's... is she hawking any products? It doesn't look like it. She just, yeah, no, she's just, she takes, wow, her thing is she takes the the photo in the exact same pose pretty much every time. That's kind of cute. So I'm going to link it. Sadly, there's not a lot of Eduardo content on here. Like, there's no pictures of him or anything. There's no pictures of Eduardo the ghost. (laughs) I can't believe it. it. How have they done that? No wonder the marriage fell apart. Because he disappears Um, all the time. Otherwise, she'd have loads of photos, but he's a bit camera shy. uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, She said, after the wedding... I swear he's turned into a complete groomzilla and his list of demands grows daily. Eduardo's always had a temperamental nature, but the nuptials seem to be bringing out the worst in him. The singer also claimed the spirit often took issues with her discussing their relationship publicly, though this didn't keep her from appearing on This Morning and posting the wedding ceremony on Instagram. Right, okay, Um, yeah. Did -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that there's a music video on her website with her in it? Yeah, she's a musical artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called. I think her her act is called Brocard, and this is haunted. The official music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, yeah. So yeah. she does that. All right. Uh, she's, okay. She's got a shop. She's got. Uh, there's a there's a collections tab, and the collection is haunted. Um. There's there's a phone case. Oh, nice. That says, what is it? It's got some writing Store. on it. Store.bookart.com. Get yourself a little treat. Oh, the music video is <laughs> weird. Uh, so alive but dead inside is what the phone case says. And that's £35 uh, for a phone case. Right. Uh, you can buy a ghost dress for £500. Mm. Haunted backpack for £50. <laughs> can I get mine exercise, please? I don't want a haunted, haunted backpack. Well, she's got a pin. Oh no, she's yeah, she's got a pin that says "Give me the digits of a six sick exorcist." It oh, says, man. right? Uh, 
I mean, she's having fun. She's having fun. She's having yeah, a great time. Yes, Eduardo didn't like her talking about their relationship. After the marriage was officiated, Bricard also uh, complained they'd fallen out over Eduardo getting too drunk during their honeymoon in Wales. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Eduardo, we were going to have a nice time in Wales, and look at you, 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 you you're drunk again. Mm. Oh, dear. Um, his apparent fascination with Marilyn Monroe appears to pr- appears to prove in a further obstacle to marital mar- 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 marital bliss. After Bricard claims to have spotted the spirit of the late Hollywood actress at the chapel, so, <laughs> it's quite a star-studded event. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you got no idea who else is there standing there. <laughs> oh God! Wow. Yeah. Yes, um, she told Wills Online he would routinely disappear and then emerge days later smelling of Chanel number no. 5, Mrs. Monroe's oh, favourite perfume. Um, so, what yes. is that picture, Ben? Where's the, what's that? Where's That's that from, from her Instagram. That's where I think she's being exorcised. This is a video. Oh. Oh, the video's very good. How do I share this? <laughs> Can I share this? How do I do that? Just share, go copy link. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, hang on. I'll send it to you. It's uh, It's extremely good. Describe it if you can. I've got it muted. Okay. Oh, it's part of a music video, I think. It's a clip from her music video. Allow cookies. Uh, Oh, a a pram rolls past very quickly. Oh, back and forth. It's just reversed. It's just a pram (laughs) ping-ponging. Yeah. And then she's doing something with a ring. Uh, wait, wait. Oh, and then it shows the wedding. She made a music video out of the wedding for her own song? God. Yeah. Oh my god. A lot of the photos on there recently I think are stills from her Yeah, from her thing. Uh just from her wedding. Absolutely glorious uh, Instagram comment here. Is it me or is this odd? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's odd. Yeah, it's pr- bit, it's bit. pretty odd, yeah. It's, it's quite odd. strange this. I wonder I wanna know what Eduardo looked like. Like was it was he a handsome fella? I mean he's kinda of got to be, surely. I mean, he managed to uh, spend the night, at least one night, with Marilyn Monroe, the ghost of Marilyn Monroe. So, you know, he's got to be at least a bit attractive, surely. Got to be a looker. Well, um, yeah, sadly, the relationship is now over. Maybe they'll repair things. We'll, 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 I'll stay tuned. I'll see what happens. I'm sure there'll be yet another twist and turn in this this story. This, this, no, not this story, this recollection of factual events. <laughs> I, found a, I found a bad photo. Oh, yeah? Right. Yeah, let me know what you think of this one. Oh, that's oh, no. really bad. What is that cat at the bottom? Oh man! Uh, so she's these... photoshopped her her head onto a doll, mm. and it's in like a miniature scene. And there's a there's a a toy cat on the floor, and maybe it's Christmas. Yeah, it looks like Christmas. There's a Santa hat on the chair. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's very it's weird. Really weird. Just very yeah. like someone's activated a PS1 cheat code and gone full bobblehead mode on it. Yeah. 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 Turkey yep. looks banging though. I can't <laughs> stop scrolling through her Instagram. <laughs> it's very good actually. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of I kind of can't look away, even though all the photos are identical. Mm. <laughs> wow. uh, you know what? You know what, uh, Bricard, you've got a new fan. I'll get I'll yeah, give you a you... follow. I want to see where you what you go to next. Yeah, show me, show me. Show me all aspects of your very strange life. Mm-hmm. I hope you're enjoying it because it looks like you are. I mean, how can you not be? She was on this morning. Um, I mean, she was that, on this morning. Yeah, that's it. That's the goal. Um, brilliant. Oh. Uh, She's way more mainstream around. than we'll ever be, and and I I applaud that. Yeah, 
We all just need to find hot ghosty husbands, and then don't worry, we'll get there as well. That's all it takes. Literally, all it takes is to. That's all you need to do. Go on the internet and say something ridiculous, like "I fucked a ghost," and then you get to go and sit on a sofa with. Well, that's how Adam Pacitti got on the television so many times. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've drawn my my dream woman. Here she is on lined paper. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. It's very good. Oh, very good. Uh, well, thank you, Mikey. Um, thank you, Mikey. Thank you. It's time for my thing now, and uh, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, over in the states, in the past week or so, there have been hearings in front of Congress. I don't know if hearings the right word, but you know, talks um, about alien disclosure. Oh yes. Whistleblower talking about aliens and stuff, and um, it it got me thinking about aliens. I wanted to do an alien thing, um, but I thought, hey, I'm not just going to do another another story about a, a you know a supernatural encounter or anything like that. And then I thought, I'll tell you what I'll do. Let's do a is it real or is it not real? And I was going to do the races of Star Wars, but I Ooh, thought Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, try and make up some races of Star Wars and outdo Neil Cicerica. It's not possible. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, very hard, yeah. It is very hard. But, so I've gone one step removed. We're very far removed at this point now. Now you've followed me down this road. We're not really talking about Congress aliens anymore. It's just character names from Star Wars and the Star Wars expanded universe. It's not species. Okay. It's characters. Okay, but, okay. Um, I simply want you to guess which of these are real, which of these are fake, if any. Okay, um, okay. There are 15 of them. I can read all 15 to you if you like, and then we can go through them. It's classic rules. I have I like I have so little knowledge of Star Wars outside of um Jar Jar Binks. Uh, the all the names sound made up, so this is going to be tough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Some of them I'll spell for you as well. Peter's Ooh, a huge okay. fan, so I don't know if he's going to throw us any curve uh, any softballs, you know. I think they're well, going to be hard. I may well have done. Uh <laughs> so here we go. Biggs Darklighter. Deck Shit. laser. Aurororor, which is spelled U R O R R U R, apostrophe R, apostrophe R. I'm a gun die. Zvite conquer kill. Elo atsti. Elan sleaze bagano. Few more petrol. Petrol. Jack Pork yeah, that's spelled few more P E T R E L. Few more petrol. Uh Jack Porkins. Jack. Jack Jack J E K. Jack Porkins. His first name is Jack. Jack. Uh <laughs> General Worm Loathsome. Uh then this one. Peodoc Draba Takat Sap Directi Nick Linke Tiki Vef Nick Nisevef Likek, also Why known not? as Pow. <laughs> For sure, my friends call me Pow. Uh, Salacious B. Crumb. Uh, Savage Abhor. So that's just spelled Savage Abhor, like mm-hmm. to hate something. Uh, Sminks, which is S M E E E N K S. Sminks. Firm Scissor Punch. Mm. And that's it. That's it. Firm Scissor Punch. Wow. So you've heard them all. Good some Lord. might be real, some might be fake. Who's to say? Who's to so say? we're going to go through Big's Dark Lighter. 
real or fake? Oh my god, I just have no... Uh, fake. Big dark light. I'm going to say real. I'm going to this is this is this is the one where we feel it out. So I'm going to say real. Mikey, you're right. What? It's real. And this is a relatively mainstream character. This is from A New Hope. It's a guy who flies oh. in X-wings with Luke. He's got a big black mustache. He's actually he was meant to have more of a role in the film, but he had, some of his scenes were cut. But he was like Luke's friend on Tatooine, and then he joined oh, the rebellion. I, I didn't realize that was his last name. Yeah. Oh. Damn it. Uh, number two, Deck Laser. <laughs> real or that fake? Can't be real. That's not real. Deck Laser. No, I'm saying not real either. Uh, this is not real, uh, but it is from. It's funny you mentioned it today, Ben, by chance. Uh, today on Xantiar. That's one is of the it? characters. Yeah, Deck Laser. Brilliant. Um, apostrophe R. That's real. Yeah, I'm saying real as well. That is apparently a real name of one of the Tuscan Rikers, the Tuscan Raiders from A New Hope. <laughs> Not only is it a real character, it's from one of the films. Because some of these are expanded universe, but that's, wow. that's an actual person in a film. Uh, <laughs> is it pronounced just like... <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> that's what he's called. Uh, it's not yeah. even a Wookiee. You know, it sounds like it might be like Chewbacca's yeah, brother or something, but it's not. Uh, Zvite Conquer Kill. That's not real. Yeah, that, I think that's a bit too on the nose. I'm going to say the fake as well. That's apparently real. I didn't what? know this one, but uh, so those first four I got from uh, another article, well, apart from the made-up one. The rest of the real ones, implying that there are some real ones, are from an article on StarWars.com, which give us a little blurb as to who each person is. Oh. So, appearing only once, the esteemed Senator Conquer Kill enjoyed the privilege of attending an operatic performance of Squid Lake alongside then-Supreme Chancellor Palpatine at the Galaxy's Opera House. Uh, this is a scene from Revenge of the Sith where we learn about Darth Plagueis the Wise and she's just sitting next to them, apparently, and they've all got names, all these people. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, Ello Asti, E-L-L-O, space, A-S-T-Y. Real. Yeah, I'm going to say real as well. I could, I could picture that being said in in the film at some point. This is a real person from The Force Awakens, apparently. Okay. Um, known for inserting call-outs to the Beastie Boys into his films, the film's creature department suggested the... Uh, oh, this, uh, this is J.J. Abrams does that. Um, the creature department suggested the moniker to director J.J. Abrams, referencing the band's fifth studio album, Hello Nasty. So it's Hello oh. Asti. Brilliant. Um, oh, that's kind fact, of fun. In fact, Ello's flight helmet, because he's a pilot apparently, has been inscribed with the words born to ill, uh, <laughs> further cementing the Beasties connection as a shout out to their debut album, Licensed to Ill. Very good. Okay. Uh, number seven is Elan Sleaze Bagano. <laughs> Real? No, sleep. Um, no, I mean, again, sleazebag feels too on the nose, but again, a lot of these have so far been quite on the nose, like what, Conquer Kill? <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to say real. I'm going to say not real. This is real. Oh, damn my it. God. <laughs> From Attack of the Clones, this is the man who tries to sell death sticks to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. Oh, That's no this way. guy. His surname is Sleazebagano. <laughs> Fantastic. Is he in the price of death sticks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
number eight, few more petrel. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. This I, one I, is I, real. Yeah, I'm gonna say real as well, mainly because I want to know what job it is they have. Uh it's made up. We just made it up. Oh, I, I was trying to think of like a a, a pod racer sounding character, but uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worked a treat. Yep. Number nine, Jack Porkins. <laughs> That's real, right? There is there was actually Jack. one called Porkins, right? But was that his first name? Ooh. Yes. It oh well, yeah. Oh, I heard yeah, say, yeah, I think it's real. Yeah. <laughs> There was a character called Porkins. Apparently, his first name is Jack. He dies in A New Hope. He gets shot down. Um, there's apparently Cover a famous line, Cover me, Porkins. Yeah. Uh, number 10, General Worm Loathsome. Real. Not real. Unlike Loatha Somover, the Kirkoidan general who captured Christophsis for the separatist cause makes our list not by virtue of his hideous name reflecting an equally ghastly physical appearance, but rather his un- unconscionable behaviour. Uh, yeah, this is a guy from the animated Clone Wars movie. Worm wow. loathsome. Oh, rubbish. Is there is like, not not for now, but is there just a list of every Star Wars character ever somewhere oh in one God. long list? Because I really be so long. Every Star I'm... Wars character ranked from worst to best. That's your next list, right? Go on. In yeah. tied five hundredth place, here's seven thousand names of background characters. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, man, I guess if you include like the books and stuff, oh I really want to see this now. <laughs> that would be insane. Number eleven. How Doc Draba Takat Sap Directi Nick Linkati Kiv Vef Nix Nev Sevef Lick Kek, also uh. known as Pow. That's not real. I yeah, think I mean, that's this... a misdirect. Yeah. It feels like but... it could be real, but I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say it is real. I'm gonna have faith, because um You've read that consistently quite a few times now, so I'd like to think it's real. Come on, come on. What, are you, what is it? What is it? It's real. Oh, what? balls. Could and you... it's from Rogue One. Could you paste the name in chat or something so we can have a read of it? Because it's, sure. it's quite the stonker. Um, it's full of apostrophes. There it is. Disgusting. Wow, look at the state of that. Yeah, wow. it's uh, uh, it's like what's that place in Wales? Um, the yeah, the yeah, I'm not doing this. It. This is like a little sort of blue guy who uh, an atat or an eighty eighty like comes out from the trees on the Battle of Scarif near the end of the film, and he shouts atat, and they run, and that's him. That's his. That's, <laughs> that's his uh, line. Oh. Um, he actually swears. He swears in Star Wars language. He Whoa. says Carabast, which is a Star Wars sort of uh, expletive. He goes, Carabast, at, at, and then they run. <laughs> That's him. That's Pow. Oh, look at him oh Pow. What do you What do you like? Um, number 12 is Salacious B. Crumb. B is just the letter B for like a middle initial. I could, I can abide by salacious. I can abide by B, but I cannot <laughs> believe there'd be anyone with the last name Crumb in Star Wars. So that's a no from me. Okay, this is this is a real one. You know this to be a real one, Ben. I do. It is. It's what? Uh, Jabba the Hutt's little pet from Return of the Jedi. Capuchin hacker fucker. Yeah, he's a capuchin hacker fucker. Uh, I mean, his actual—that's the uh, Neil Cicerega 
species name, but the real species name is no better. He's a Kowakian monkey lizard. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. George, just stop. George, stop, stop please. Uh, sure, Jabba the Hutt's pet, Kowakian monkey lizard, has both distinctive and impressive first and last names. But what makes this shrieking little fiend's handle stand out is he's one of two Star Wars characters to say, Yub Yub. Wicked W. Warwick. What? Oh, hang on. What? Hello. He's one of two Star Wars characters to boast a middle initial. Right, okay, the other one being okay. Wicked W. Warwick, which is the, the Ewok that Warwick Davis played. Yeah, the e-book. The e-book. Sure, there have been examples of middle names throughout the canon, but only Jabba's jester displays his middle initial so prominently and proudly, mm. apparently. Aww. Number 13, Savage or Savage Abhor. I'm mm. going to say re- yeah, fake. Oh, I'm going fake as well. This is fake, but only slightly. Um, all okay. I've done there is actually make an even stupider name sound more realistic. But uh, <laughs> that w- it was made up. The real character in the Clone Wars, Darth Maul's brother, is called Savage Opress. Oh, stop it. Really? Just the words savage and oppress next to each other. But if you say savage and oppress, then it sounds a bit like it could be someone's name. So, George. George, stop. When you've got a name this many characters, they can't all be winners. So, (laughs) we'll let them off. We've got two left. We've got Sminks. S M E E E N K S. Sminks. Sminks. I think real. That's not real. That's not real. Completely oh, made up. I wanted Woo! to see what the sminks was. I don't know <laughs> what I was, like... I was doing with that. <laughs> just, just wrote the word sminks. 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 <laughs> uh, and number 15, firm scissor punch. Mm. Strong name. Mm. Very strong name. Every fiber of my being is telling me it's fake, but I'm going to say real. Ben. It's fake. It's real. Oh! I didn't know this one. It's from Solo, A Star Wars Story. Let's quote directly from the official guide to Solo's, uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story, shall we? Let's, yes. Firm insists you call him Firm Scissor Punch, though it's unknown if this is a nickname he's earned or one he's desperately trying to create for himself. Um, it continues, but then from a different article, I found uh, a far more interesting bit of trivia that StarWars.com failed to mention. This character... Uh, is the reason this list exists. This was someone else did a a weird list of Star Wars names. A recent commercial for a Denny's promotion for Solo revealed a character who is a giant alien lobster named Firm Scissor Punch. Firm, as in short for Thermidor, as in Lobster Thermidor. Oh, God. Um, And yeah, they really did this. And his hands are massive claws. That's the scissor bit. And if he punched you, he'd be punching with scissors. You know what? Yeah. You get it. (sighs) That makes a lot of sense. And that's now it. Now that you spell it out. Um, I brought along one more entry from the StarWars.com list that wasn't a single entry, so it was I couldn't really do it as a, a part of the list. But they do a whole group entry for the musicians. What exactly is it about rock and roll? We're, talk- we're taking editorial license to capture multiple characters in a single entry uh, uh, because it seems that any musician to grace a galactic stage, whether they be Doda Bodunawidu or... 
infra blue Zebedee Coggins. Coggins! <laughs> Zebedee Coggins! That's great. Fantastic. I like Coggins. Has been blessed with a killer name. From the first tune performed in the Moss Eisley uh, Cantina by Biff band leader Figrin Dan and his modal nodes, to the most recent, <laughs> sung by Shantus of the Stars, Aurora Ventafoli and her partner Lulio Primok aboard the First Light. The music makers of Star Wars have enjoyed a flashy, vivid handle like Sai Snootles, yes. Suds Water Dilly Fay Glon, Max Rebo, and of course, that corpulent Kitonak himself, the majestic Droopy McCool. No! McCool. All of those are real Star Wars musician names. Sai Snootles might be the best Star Wars name yeah. of them all, I think. Very oh, good. I'd- I googled Droopy McCool and I feel very sick. He looks like a giant, like dust mite or something, but with a clarinet in his hand. Oh Just god! Some, I can't... Uh, <laughs> just some trivia about uh, Droopy McCool that I happen to know. Please. Uh, he smells of vanilla. Oh, that's oh. lovely. Is oh. it? I don't yeah. know. He is just a giant dust mite, though. Well, but I'd know. rather a dust mite that smelled of vanilla. Uh, that's quite pleasant. But yeah, I guess yeah. I was going to say vinegar, and that would have been way worse. Yeah. Uh, he smells of vanilla, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Bloody wow. Do you, you, you know that off the cuff? That's just, that's that's in in the recesses of your mind. Now Does your dad enjoy that kind that. of trivia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, file that alongside the origin of Bovril. Yes. Bring that yeah. up at parties. Oh, this yeah. Christmas is going to be lit. <laughs> Off sure the is. chain. <laughs> well, you thank go. you so much for that thing, Peter. You're welcome. Thank and you. thank you, everybody, for submitting your listener things as well. We will be on the lookout for more soon. So keep an eye on Twitter where we will be asking for them. Mikey, I believe there's some sort of shot. You're gosh darn right. If you head over to vidiotsofficial.com and you click on the lovely enticing little button labelled shop, you will be greeted with a bounty of goodies ranging from the stickers, the mug, the cap, the t-shirts and the hoodie. And that's it. That's it. But what a lovely collection of things they are. They've all got fun little designs on them. Go go check him out. Have a little go look. On. See if 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 one takes your fancy. Get get go get go, go get 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 yourself a cap for your bonnet and a and a and a and a, and a hoodie for your body. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what accent this What's is coming. Okay. Coming. I don't. Uh, yeah, it's but uh, it will be okay if you go to vidiotsofficial dot com and buy a lovely thing. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, we've also got a YouTube, a Twitter, a Facebook. They're all dot com forward slash. Vidiots official. The Discord is vidiotsofficial.com forward slash Discord. Discord, sorry. Big thank you to Tommy and Fleckers for modding us over there. Go hang out with like minded Podiots listeners and Vidiots viewers and chat the flip with them. Uh, we've also got a Twitch channel, which we've not used for a little while. Twitch.tv forward slash official. We'll let you know whenever we're going to go live on there. Uh, Podiots.com. Donate £3 or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and join Pod Squad. You'll be supporting us in the process and we will really, really appreciate it. Mikey, can you kick us off again, please? Get your hands off my Johnson. Oh, I realise now it's 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 um it's it's the succulent Chinese meal yes. guy, isn't it? I should have yeah. done it in his voice. Ah, oh. get that's your okay. hands off my Johnson and get your hands off my Potter. There you go, that's a bit better. Beautiful. Um Antita Bath. <laughs> Donaco seven. Ziggy Stardust and the Knob Spiders from Mars, Stephen Scordes, Lord Brotovic, and Freddy Webber. And one more. Uh, be, be. No, 
Oh, another fucking name, Michael. Sorry, the one that almost got forgotten last time as well. Oh no, it happened again. Otto Carno, thank you for being so generous. We've also got Hap Hap Ben Housewarming, George Bab Clooney, Podiats FM coming in your ear, Brian Blobbyfield, Bobby Kababalooney, Mrs. Gibbon, who is very generous, thank you. Mike the Geode Johnson, Lukewarm Pete Austin, Ben There's No One Named Potter, and Shieldfield Liberation Army. And we've also got On a Takeaway Mission, Bobby Kababalooney, TP's Delight at Mikey Puking, Donak07, Mr. Macca, Bobby Blobby, Press Any Key to Continue, The Artst, formerly known as Brince Peefcakes, Hetty Bobetty, That's Bartek's Fav Pokemon, Ride on these nuts. And that is your pod squad again for this week. Podiots.com, three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. Support the things you enjoy and that you love. Thank you so much. We appreciate you very, very much indeed. Uh, Peter, is there something that came out on Vidiots five years ago this week? Ben makes a sex worker. Vanilla Minecraft episode five. <laughs> yeah, that was funny because we got demonetized for that after we didn't want to say we didn't want to use "ho" in the title because yeah. we thought that would get some pr- pr- trouble. But we said "sex worker" and that was way worse. Apparently, it's limited ads. But yeah, Vanilla Minecraft episode five smells like Droopy McCall. Mm, yummy. <laughs> WWE 2K18 one-handed challenge featuring Cultaholic. Post some tant number 22, filling our nappies. That's when someone sent nappies. Oh, good, Becoming yes. Wasteland Survivors, Fallout New Vegas, part one. Yes. Worst games ever, Tweenies Game Time. Uh, becoming Building Gods, Vanilla Minecraft, episode six. The Thousand Yard Stare, WCW Backstage Assault, featuring Cultaholic. Worshipping False Idols, Vanilla Minecraft, episode seven. Becoming Wasteland Survivors, Fallout New Vegas, part two. Potty, it's episode 11, Dog Rap, featuring Cultaholic. Um, there's then an unlisted video called Happy Anniversary, which was clearly a message. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, post some tat number 23, Fishy Burger Boys, Fallout New Vegas, in real life, live action finale. It's a classic video. Classic. Draw the fans. Redstone Disaster, Vanilla Minecraft, episode eight. Instant Giblets, Quake Champions, Hanging from the Gallows, Vanilla, Vanilla Minecraft Episode 9, Post some tat number 24, Fruity Loopers, GMAD Car Building Challenge. Did I say GMAD? GMOD. GMAD, yeah. Uh, I like, I like worst, GMAD. <laughs> worst games ever, Mary-Kate and Ashley Winner's Circle, Pompeii Craft is here, Vanilla Minecraft Episode 10, and finally, Overcooked 2 breaks up the vidiots. Oh, Goodness me. Lots of The last video on the channel. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Very um, sad. Three weeks worth of content there, because it's been uh, an extra week, hasn't it, since the last episode? It has. It has indeed. But we should be back within two weeks this time, we promise. Uh, Mikey, where are you on the internet? At Parrot Boy on... Oh, let me say that, but actually say the words and not just make noises. <laughs> At Parrot Boy on Twitter is the best place to keep up with whatever nonsense it is I'm doing. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change my line for once. Jesus Christ. Instagram as well. At Parrot Boy on Instagram. I'm using Instagram a bit more because um, I, I, for some reason the, the idea of putting permanent tweets out there is scary. So let's just do stories. They're nice. They're nice. So yeah, go, go see what I'm up to there. Excellent. And Peter, where are we on the internet? Uh, we are at um, that Peter Austin and at confused underscore dude on Twitter. 
Um, I'm also on threads and Instagram at that be Austin. And you can get us together at Team Triple Jump on YouTube and Twitch and also on Twitter and Facebook. But yeah, you can check out our live streams and our videos, all video game related on uh, Team Triple Jump on YouTube and Twitch. Wonderful. Why not leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. It'll take you no time at all. And it's free to do so. It's free to consume this content. You have to listen to some silly pod squad names and maybe listen to some adverts potentially, but it doesn't cost you any money. And if you're not in a position to, to support us financially, why not leave us a five-star review? Because that will help too. And tell your friends. Tell your friends as well. Tell your friends. Do we have a final question before we go away? Um... Um, is is that bear? No, that's a stupid question. I was going to say, is that bear a man in a suit? But the answer is yes. yes. That's the yeah, only correct answer. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. write yes in the comments, <laughs> or yes, it is, or I think it is. I don't want to mm-hmm. see anyone with any negatives. I, I, I want to know if anyone knows any any more fun Star Wars character names. Star Wars? That's what it's called, right? Star the Star War. <laughs> yes. Sure. What's your uh, funnest Star Wars character name that yeah. wasn't in the list? Tell us, what was the name of that character we bought you an action figure off for your birthday, Peter, this year? Uh, uh, hang on. Um, uh, flipping out. All, I, all I can think of is every other pod racer. Um, uh, I can find it, if that would help. Yeah, what's his name? He sounds like Cartman when he speaks in the game. Um, we just bought it based on cheapness and also that it was absurd. Uh, hang on. I've got to log into my... This is going to be worth it, I promise. I've oh, just yeah, got to log yeah, into yeah. my eBay. Uh, here I go. Hang on, I've nearly got in. it. Um, who's going to get there first? Yeah, who's going to do it? Who's going to get in there? It's not Slice Noodles. No, it's not. It's um. It's not Subpoena the Podcaster. <laughs> it's not Quadraneros, because that's, uh, that's the other one. Um, I, um, I've got name. him. Yeah. It's Team Toe Pagalis. That's it. Team Toe. Yeah. Team Toe Pagalis. You Team can buy him uh, drinks Pagalis. in the PS1 game and he gets drunk. It's great. Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening slash watching, everybody. We will catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.